map, which is absolutely terrifying. You know, yeah, I, I'm still kind of craving more of it. Uh, it's actually been Half-Life Alex. Feel so fortunate that we we got out of that basically without getting the PAX box. Or hey, hey, there, Craig. Time, Craig. We, lost, we lost you there, Craig. You <laughs> you 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 left our channel, and uh, I have no idea why. I'm mildly offended at you. And uh, there there it is. That there it is. I'm mad at you, Craig. Um. Hey folks, uh, this is the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. It is our 69th episode. You get it. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Al. I'm Nick. Oh man, what a what a month it has been. I'm actually glad we had this nice little space of a break between the last show and this just to get some time to play all of the stuff. No, I, I like yeah, just just a ton of stuff, you know, as we knew was kind of coming out at the end of the year. But yeah, I, you know, you know, left left for a little little chill. I think we were trying to squeeze it in a little bit too much, so we, you know, we just pushed into this day. It's like now it's chill. Yeah, yeah, you know, just kind of relax a little bit, you know, kick back and do our thing here. But wow, um, it's on on. I've been off since uh, when the hell did I start vacation? Since the eighteenth. And it's been it's been lovely. Same, the end of same the day here. <laughs> it's like you know, had, you know, it's one of those had to lo- use it or lose it before the end of the year. It's like it's basically it all piled up because you know I was thinking like maybe maybe you know, you know and this is obviously like you know in the summertime I was thinking like oh, okay may- maybe by the fall maybe it'll get better. <laughs> nope, nope. So it all nope. piled up and you know, no, just, you know, you just use it all at the end of the year. So but, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to just like take off you know just game binge a little bit be with family and it was awesome yeah no i I totally agree i uh i i I don't have use it or lose it we have the unlimited pto deal Uh, which is like i i love it like especially when the company you know really lays out some guidelines and we expect you to take a minimum of you know i think it's like four weeks off a year like it's like oh Okay, uh, <laughs> <if> you insist. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's um, but it was one of those two. Even my own manager was like, uh, "You haven't taken enough of your PTO this year," and I was like, "I've had nowhere to fucking go." <laughs> but yeah, so I started taking some more time off towards the end of the year. Like we did that trip up to the cabin that was kind of spontaneous, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And then, uh, and then I was like, "Ah, you know." The company basically becomes a, a dead zone anyway, uh, mid December. Yeah, just all the projects are shutting down or Yeah, yeah, no started. There ain't no new releases. We're we've usually just finished our we we literally in this case just finished uh, one of our big yearly conferences, which is GitHub Universe. And mm-hmm. um we had finished that. So it's like, you know, everybody's just kind of frazzled and, and just ready to take some time and pretty much everybody does so yeah i was like oh yeah i'll I'll be out starting the 18th and i'll see you all next year (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah i mean on on that front what uh what have you been up to the past couple weeks uh so 
you know, got caught up uh, or not caught up, but uh, saw the season finale of Mandalorian season two. And I oh, still need to watch the whole thing. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. Like th- this, this, I'll just, you know, spoiler free, but this is how you do a Star Wars story, hands nice. down. Um, it, it ended for me, it ended so well. Um, and yeah, yeah without spoilers, like I, I legit teared up. At, at the very end it, it really it got to me it's like oh man this this is the way you know i mean the, the, the whole season could end i know they're doing a season three but it, it could have ended like right there and i i would be completely happy with with how it ended um so yeah get on it get on it now because yeah you will you will not be disappointed um nice i i would expect not uh, i thought the first season was was everything i wanted in a, a star wars show Oh yeah, and well, season two just continues to run with that and makes it even better. Um, I can't wait to see what they do with season three. Obviously, you know, Disney announced a whole bunch of a plethora, if you will, of of new uh, Star Wars spinoffs uh, that we're going to get out of this. Some some are kind of related to the same time frame. Others are, I think, other time frames. But yeah, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be a good good. Well, I don't, they're all coming out next year, but. Um, I think we're getting season three at the end of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting uh, this. This might be slightly spoilery, but we're getting a Boba Fett series at the end of the in the next year. Yeah, I I heard some of the <laughs> I heard some of the hubbub. <laughs> the hubbub, uh, and I think the rest of the stuff is is landing kind of like twenty twenty two. I think like the Kenobi series. I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they they've started production on that. Um, uh, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's it, like I said, it's a good time. It's good time to be a Star Wars fan. It's, it's oh yeah, it, you know, it's gonna be a good. You know, I say it's hopefully it'll be a better year next year, and then you know, you know, probably the following years in terms of all the all these crazy spinoffs and whatnot. And like I think, I'm I'm hoping this is a sign that Disney has finally found their footing correctly with Star Wars. I hope so. <laughs> not not that the the sequel trilogy was necessarily bad, but it it definitely wasn't wowing me. You know, no. how the original trilogy did as a child, even the, even like the the prequel. Like I like the prequels, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's you know, it's like I don't know. There's something about the new trilogies. It just never, never, fully never completed. latched on. Yeah, like there were moments. There were moments. Yeah, the moments. Like, I mean, like my kids love it. They've never yeah. seen the originals, but they love this. Yeah, and and then to me, it's like yeah, you know what? It just might be this is for the next generation. But I, I really thought about this, and I was like, well, what is it about Mando that I love so much? Mm-hmm. that the trilogy doesn't necessarily have the new trilogy and then it, it it hit me what i always liked about star wars even the 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 original trilogy one of the things i've always loved is westerns not the you know blatant mm-hmm. yep. racist westerns or anything like that no, but like just the, the classic spaghetti western yeah you know. like the the Going into the, uh, you know, uh, it's an unknown, untamed land or, yes. or you know, uh, uh, the law is is questionable or corrupt or non-existent or heavy handed. Like It's hard to explain, but like to me, the original Star Wars felt like a space Western in yep. many, many ways. Very much so. Like you had like the, the showdown in High Noon with with Luke and Vader. And, and I don't know, like that's always really appealed to me. and. Mando was is like that times a thousand. Oh yeah, like you know, I, I, they make no qualms. Even you know, they're making great references. I mean, there's there's even other other like storytelling 
not want well, to storytelling, yeah, more cinematic nods to even like um, uh, there's one episode in season two that is very Kurosawa. Oh, uh, wonderful! Oh, I go can't back wait to, to watch you know, now. if you ever seen like Yojimbo, like you can oh, you yeah. can. It's not necessarily shot for shot, but there's definitely like okay, they, <laughs> they're basically taking Yojimbo and putting it in the Star Wars universe. I'm like, yes. <laughs> that reminds me, did you ever play Ghost of Tsushima? on ps4 no i i that would require me to pick up a playstation <laughs> oh man no, if you can get uh, like get a ps5 and then pick oh, yeah. that up and play it yeah that that is the plan i'll probably oh you know, do it hopefully you know you know within maybe january or february hopefully the the stock will restock and then, then i yeah. can pick it up outside the madness that we're dealing with right now with the holidays i i'll just say there is a setting to put it in kurosawa mode oh really Yes. Mm. Yes. And I was just like, flip. Oh, oh yes. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's why I'm really excited to watch season two. I'll be uh, probably doing that this week. I got to I got to talk to my wife. We got to binge the first two episodes of The Stand because a very good friend of ours is coming up on Thursday. Uh, our friend Brian and he and I are just complete Stephen King fanatics. Ah, nice. Like, yeah. He's like, should I should I watch episode three now or save it when I come up and visit you guys? And I was like, oh, you know what? Let's let's just watch it. You know, when you come up Thursday, I'll binge it this week. And um, yeah, so it's it's uh, I don't know where the hell I was going, but yeah, so I'll be watching that, and then I'll be doing <laughs> watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when I finished watching that, uh, just this. I think it was this past week. I don't know. Oh, time time is completely, you know, you think oh, yeah. COVID warps, like taking vacation warps it even more because now I don't have like, you know, the, the regular pattern of like, oh, I wake yeah, up no, like no frame. Today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but the expanse is also kicked off season five. And so now, you know, now that Mando's done, I, we're now, ju- I'm now jumping into the expanse season five. Yeah. Uh, it's kicking off with a bang. Uh, again, like, I don't know where they're taking it. I, it's going in a direction I had no idea it was going, oh, but nice. I, I'm digging it. I'm about um, I'm about six episodes in the season one. I, I, I oh, watched a oh, bunch the other night. It's come so far since season one. Holy crap! Yeah, you, you, that just makes me excited because I'm I'm loving it. Like I'm oh, loving yeah. this. Oh, yeah, it's a fan. Yeah, it's a fantastic series to get into. Absolutely. Um, I, I think it, well, season one. I wouldn't say is slow. It, it obviously has to establish the universe. It's a establishing lot. characters. It's establishing story and, yep. and, and mm-hmm. previous plot. But it's it's. It does it in really interesting ways to where I'm like, oh, I've got to find out more about this person. Oh, I'm really oh, excited yeah, yeah, to find yeah. out more about who this is. And it, it just keeps me coming back for more. It's not, you know, it's it's not fast paced, but I wouldn't necessarily want it to be at this point. Like, I'm trying to get a good handle on who's who. And, uh, like, you know, I know Punisher cop guy. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm digging it. Like, it's just... It is my spot, my speed, my style of stuff. And uh, yeah, like it's very much like they, they, I think they took a plausible future. Oh, you know, obviously yes. there's still some science fiction, but more or less it's a plausible future of like, you know, how they navigate, how they, you know, get through the universe. You know, basically it's a lot of, you know, right. Uh, momentum and 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 whatnot there's no warp drive per se uh it's a lot of like they gotta like do retrogrades and you know all, all you know normal like rocketry stuff essentially so right. yeah there's a you know and yeah you know, again everything feels very very plausible uh with the way they present things you know throughout you know despite even like the more sciencey fiction bits which uh, you know again aren't that bad i don't think but yeah yeah you're you're, you're gonna dig it you're gonna dig it 
I'm I'm excited, man. Like I said, I'm I'm thoroughly uh, thoroughly enjoying what I've seen so far. So um, yeah, definitely digging that. Uh, have you been playing anything? Uh, I've been basically playing one thing and one thing only, and that's been some cyberpunk. <laughs> nice. What are you playing it on? I am playing it on PC. Uh, I, okay. I know, like, like uh, obviously, cyberpunk is surrounded by a lot of of controversy uh, from all angles. I think. Um, yeah, uh, much deserved. Yeah, mu- yeah, much, much of it, much deserved. I think, I think there's a little bit, uh, you know, some. I think some of it is a little overkill. Uh, oh yeah, there like, is some that's, that's completely overkill, and and yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's the. I, I feel like it's, it's the usual. Like yeah, you know, again, mm-hmm. this isn't me defending it, but uh, you know, this is the pattern I notice whenever new games come out. Like there's always like people are having fun in this place. Just stop having fun type of thing, you know. And it's like you can't stop having fun. Stop stop liking this thing that should be, you know. Yeah you know either hated or should be absolutely garbage and whatnot now that said you know cyberpunk has been not working for a lot of people um yeah like it's it's unplayable like i i will say i understand the anger from the ps4 and xbox yeah. one crowd yeah, it's like, not playable like it should have yeah. never gone out the door yeah like that that is where it's like yeah like it may have been a bridge too far or whatever oh, yeah. and that's like they should have you know I say come clean or just like been like, you know what? We can't release for or, you know, PlayStation four or whatever. And or, yeah, we're know. still working on them. Like, I think people would have appreciated that, but I think this is also, this really should serve as a very big red flag for other game companies. And that's being really careful about trying to develop for multiple gen- console generations. Especially, well, especially the older ones, you know, Right, like it's, it's especially like I feel like for this, even though they announced this eight years ago, they should have just been like flat out for PC and next gen systems, and focused on that, delivered on what they said they were going to deliver on, because they cut a lot of stuff that they said they were going to have in the game. And again, I yeah. understand. Yeah, that's why I keep you know, and that happens with every game out there. There's always Absolutely. a point of you know, kind of no return, and it's like okay, we got to get you know, the minimum viable product out and this yeah. is what's going to be in there. And, you know, in theory, you know, and then they, they, you know, they do have a plan to release the next like DLC, I think in like February or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and if they follow their pattern for what they did for Witcher, then it's like, yeah, they'll, they'll slowly fix it over time. They'll be adding new stuff for free. And, you know, it, you know, in a couple of years, like it'll probably be something really cool. Cause I mean, you know, sure when Witcher three first came out, it was a hot mess. I was but. about to say, I'd be happy to remind everybody, I bought The Witcher 3 at release, and y'all look at that game with rosy glasses. Well-deserved now. You know, it's a fantastic game now. It was a... What the... What? Craig, what the fuck are you doing? All right. Um... (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Something's up with craig and discord uh we'll have to do a lot of editing and post apparently all right maybe give it make sure to disconnect randomly again give him a second maybe you're gonna stay with us now craig are you gonna be a piece of shit hitting the eggnog early yeah a little bit there craig (laughs) um yeah um all right back to where we were where were we uh yeah no i i i i think you hit the nail on the head i think that 
Um, if they did have project managers working on this, uh, they were either the project managers were either not being honest or the management and execs just weren't listening. Um, to, to me, what I've seen, um, it, like again, I, I think trying to develop for two generations of consoles was a huge mistake. Yeah, that that's a that's a huge window. Now, granted, now granted, the the, the place what was it? Yeah, PlayStation Five just came out. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to try and make it for the four, but I don't, I don't know. But I mean, it, the thing is, like, PC hasn't been devoid of its own problems. I mean, you know, that, no. that was, like what we saw with, you know, the Xbox and PlayStation was just graphically absolutely horrid. Like, you're talking like blocky oh, chunks, slow level of loading, level of detail, whatnot. Um, but I know, even like, you know, talking within my own community, um, RTX had its, you know, a ton of issues. Like turning RTX on would basically, you know, like tank the FPS uh, of the game. You know, depending on where you're at. Like if you're in a really crowded zone, like it just went yeah. nuts. So what I found most people were doing were kind of doing like even like when I tried to stream it. Now, granted, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, streaming is a kind of exception because you're doing both the game and something potentially intensive in terms of capture. Yeah, uh, depending on what you're doing. So I had to actually crank down. Now I have a 1080, so I don't have <laughs> RTX to begin with, which probably helped my case a lot. Yeah, because, same here. Because everyone says like, as soon as you turned off RTX, that was like a major improvement in terms of FPS and just general smoothness of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, like it played perfectly smooth right out of the gate, but yeah. the OBS capture was just like dropping flame frames left and right. Now again, that that's more a case of you know i'm running an extra program on top and it's trying to do something and it just wasn't working as soon as i started turning you know, like shadows down a little bit and some you know some of the extra bells and whistles which didn't make it look too bad obs started capturing a little more smooth you know in comparison to everything else but it's like i don't have that problem with you know almost any other game now granted uh i'm trying to think of any, any other like maybe recent game that's intensive that you know, had no problems right out of the gate. But I mean, I don't know, like most of the games that are played this year, you know, Spellbreak, um, trying to think, um, uh, I don't brain fart, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, you know, most of the games that have come out this year prior to, uh, cyberpunk play perfectly fine right out of the gate. Yeah. No, no adjustment whatsoever needed on either the game or even within my OBS settings. So it's kind of weird that, it kicks off now again it's supposed to be you know you know the 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 thing that actually pushes it but it's like why would it also push things when you're trying to do it for the you know two generations old type stuff yeah i don't know man like to me i just i'm playing it on pc and i also have it on series x okay um, and how, yeah, not, so how's that experience been pc i've had really no issue uh, but I, like you said i don't use rtx anyway i don't have an rtx mm-hmm. cable card um i've i've hit maybe one or two bugs on pc i hit two progress bugs on the series x where i had to like load to a previous save and and that pissed me off a bit um so in general i mean i'm not having as bad of an experience as as others you know have been having but um i mean i i've enjoyed what i played 
uh, quite a bit. Oh yeah. Like I, I am still playing. I'm having a blast going through it. Um, I I've been kind of like, it's like, I feel like I'm Batman in the streets. You know? <laughs> yeah. Kinda, it's it's really kind of every, every sector. And I, I love that, uh, gameplay. I love kind of getting into, um, I see the weeds of the tech trees, so to speak, just kind of like figuring that out. Um, I finally started settling into a, you know, a proper a build. build. Yeah, yeah, what so are you doing? I've been doing like the yeah, the Technomancer, so I've taken up um, quick hacking and you know all that. And I think it, so. Basically, you have enough points that like do two fully to twenty points, and then a, a third one can be I think it's either like twelve or thirteen, and the other two can be nine. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm gonna do full Technomancer and do uh or, or i think it's called technomancer but basically it's like you know, do the full quick hacking and all that because i love just like being able to tap into people and then suddenly like i run with contagion and it was like mm-hmm. you get infected and you get infected that everybody is, gets infected great great quick hack i love contagion. yeah it's like i use it all the time and i think the other one is yeah, i'm gonna go full tech and that allowed me to start crafting like legendaries because I've been picking up a ton of like legendary uh, blueprints, but you can only yeah, craft them if you get to 20. So it's like, eh, you know what? I'll, I'll just do that. You're and doing I'm, the same thing I am. I'm doing the okay. exact same build. <laughs> yeah. And then, then my tertiary is going to be uh, pistols. I, 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 like I'm loving pistols. Like the, Yeah. These, pistols like, feel really good in this game. Oh, yeah. It's like, and I'm, you know, kind of set up with a little bit with stealth so I can get like, you know, I put like a silencer on mine so it does like extra damage if you're in stealth type of thing. And it is so badass. I love it. Yeah. No, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's one of those where, the last time I hit a progress bug, I was like, all right, you know, I I don't get a ton of gaming time, so well, I, I do, but it's more I'm gonna I'm gonna let this sit and bake for a couple patches and then sure. I'll come back to it. Um but mainly because I was getting pulled into other games that had some major updates that I wanted to check out. Um AC Valhalla, which I'm still mm-hmm. enjoying and still, you know, slogging through. It's mm-hmm. a really fun game. They did a Yule event where and again this is a single player game so you don't normally see stuff like this very often um but like the village that you build and and you know your your clan village uh ravensthorpe is like all covered in snow and there's like viking yule games to play yule tokens to collect and uh it's a hell of a lot of fun it just added a really neat flavor to this game that i really wasn't uh I wasn't expecting, you know, it was just really neat. And um, so I've been playing some of that. And then I'd say primarily, you know, aside from the cyberpunk that I played over the past couple of weeks, I, I am just so hooked, so hooked and addicted into Crusader Kings 3. Um, <laughs> it is it is a perfect game for me. Uh, they just released the roller designer which was one of my favorite things in CK2 and it's it was free and you basically especially with how detailed the models are in Crusader Kings 3 especially with like the genetic system that they have to where like mm-hmm. you actually the children really do take on like traits of their parents and like you can see resemblance but they're still kind of unique it's very very wild uh, how they did this but so i i i basically created my own character to rule as a he started out as a count in Ireland and you have like X points that you can use in the ruler designer for benefits and stuff until you'll cross a line and like achievements are disabled. Mm. And I said, well, fuck achievements. And I just made 
fucking I, I, I even named him Atticus O'Sullivan after the Iron Druid Chronicles character and gave him like the the okay, never mind, I thought Craig dropped. Um <laughs> and I gave him like super uh health, you know, traits and Herculean uh body stature just like, every positive trait you could think of. He's basically a walking, healthy genius. Mm-hmm. And um, and playing as the Irish uh, in the early medieval stage of the game when you when the Vikings are invading England, you you get this really great, unique twist on Catholicism called insular Catholicism. Because obviously, religion's a big part of the game. It determines um, like uh, who you you know how you can marry. Is it a you know a polygamous marriage religion? And insular Catholicism had this interesting little twist to where you could have three secondary spouses, and so the whole point of the game, you know, is to build your dynasty. And if you've got four ladies, you know, your your secondary spouses and your queen, uh, to populate your kingdom with, um, needless to say, Atticus of Sullivan was on a roll. <laughs> and uh I did do one minor mod cheat uh just because I wanted to try a on which basically allows uh enables your culture to have uh primogeniture succession right out of the gate. Uh normally it's not something you get to later in the game and it's you have some kind of like confederate dividing succession where it's like all of your titles get split amongst your heirs. And your kingdom will generally like wind up breaking into pieces when you die if you have a lot of children. And but I was like, no, I wanna I wanna try this with that and and then just flood the world with my with my dynasty. And now like the cool thing is in, in CK3 you can like click on your dynasty shield and read about your house and who the head of the house is. It's usually your player character. Um and then you can actually go in and see how many living members of your dynasty there are in this giant family tree. And mine has 99 living members. I'll have to screenshot it and show you. And <laughs> the reason it has 99 living uh, members is because of all the health traits. Uh, Atticus is in good health. Uh, he started out in excellent health, but he is in good health at the ripe old age of 107. Um, Holy moly. It's been declining steadily since he hit about <laughs> 90, 98, 99. So I, I, I think he's probably got to about 130 before he kicks it. But <laughs> thanks to the ruler designer. I had so much fun with that. But yeah, like it's gotten to the point where it's like, oh, wow, I've just outlived all of my first generation of kids uh, from my first wife. Like they're all they're all dead. And like right. so. My succession has taken this really interesting turn where it was like it was initially one of my sons uh, who was the oldest at the time. The other two had died in battle and and I forbid him from serving, you know, from fighting so that he wouldn't die. Uh, So he couldn't be a champion or a knight uh, in my army. And now he's got like. He died, but then his son is now designated as my heir, but his son happens to be 56 years old. (laughs) and not as quite as healthy as Atticus. A lot of my health traits have passed down, and because I had such uh, wonderful traits, I was able to have our bloodline consecrated, which then greatly uh, increases your chances of passing down these positive traits. But um, it's just funny now because it's like 
I'm trying to arrange marriages for like my great grandchildren to make alliances. And it's like, Oh, who's ruling Western Francia right now, which is a huge <laughs> portion of Europe. Oh, it just happens to be one of my great grandsons. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, they can get married, but you know, then there's all that kind of risk, but yeah, needless to say, this is the kind of shit that happens in Crusader Kings three. It's a ridiculous amount of fun. And uh, I I cannot recommend that game enough. If anything I just said sounds interesting to you, like a medieval dynasty simulation war Game of Thrones, like it's just it's a perfect game for somebody like me. I love that shit. But yeah, I mean that's what I've been playing that and Cyberpunk and the uh, Hala, watching the Expanse, and uh, might watch Wonder Woman eighty four with my kids tomorrow because my oldest just watched. Oh yeah, it's on Max, isn't it? Yeah, my oldest just saw the original Wonder Woman last week and just she fell in love with it. So it's like, yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll have to sit and watch this. So we're gonna do that. And um Yeah, man, I mean I think back on Cyberpunk, I think we pretty much said everything that's already been said. I mean, I think there's a lot of interesting things that are coming out of this. There's a lawsuit right now uh from the investors. Yep. Uh, against the board of CD Project Red, if I remember correctly, uh, just for the misleading, uh, you know, the misleading on the marketing and the status of the game, and and now the fallout and damage due to. Um, yeah, know. I mean, like again, just a lot of interesting stuff. I think will come out. Of it. I think they, you know, it seems like they're trying to, you know, at executive level, trying to, um try to at least write the ship in the sense that, you know, yeah. uh, I did see that, you know, the devs are going to get their bonuses, not based off of the um, reviews, thank reviews heaven. anymore, which is, which is great. Yeah. It's like, yeah. cause you That's know, not they, their they fault. Went, none yeah. of this is their fault. No, it's like for what we got, like it's a, it's a, it's still a very good that's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of people <laughs> I think ask the question, like, is the game still worth it? Um, absolutely it's worth it as long as you're able to play it i guess is, is the best way to describe it so if you have yeah. a more modern computer i'd say if you know yeah, I, maybe that's the thing like if you have it on pc or if you have the newest xbox or playstation yes you're you're probably okay to play yeah. it they've already Fine. released several patches um like i know one of the big things on pc apparently like if your file if your save file got over eight megabytes uh, it would be a critical, you know, it'd be critically crash after that point. They fixed that. That's a big one. Because apparently, if you break it down enough stuff, like you're, you're basically your file size gets absolutely huge the more stuff you break down. Oh, I it, didn't know that. As it has to keep track of all that. Yeah. So that was like, I mean, it had to be a massive amount. I've, I've done it a ton, uh, and my file size only got to about five megabytes. Oh, and, wow. But I, but I was keeping an eye on it. It's like, oh boy, if it just goes, you know, because once it goes past eight, then like you could literally not be able to play anymore um as a result but they fixed that so yeah again like they've been very fast fast on several of the more critical at least pc side of uh, things uh, uh issues and again they'll, they'll probably continue it but yeah along those lines like you know the devs are are we're working their butts off i i hope they get the oh, yeah. the, the due praise and and reward out of this and hopefully don't take too much of the heat uh, as a result. Cause I, I feel like this is more an exec foul up than, than almost anything. But. Oh yeah. It's, this is a thousand percent a management and executive fuck up. This is nothing to do with the developers. I think the developers did everything that they could uh, and more. 
I think what they delivered, like you said, we're I'm still having fun with it. I'm just gonna give it some time to to patch up. Yeah, um, I, I, and and that's probably maybe another answer too. Is like if, if you're still on the fence and you haven't gotten it for the holidays, like I'd say wait till give it a couple. Yeah, wait, like, till, wait the, till the first DLC, whenever that drops, like February, March, whatever it is. Like wait at least till then, and probably by that point, you know, most of the critical errors will be you know, kind of probably patched up by that point. You'll have some new, you know, there'll be some new stuff to actually check out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and, and again, you know, we, we, everyone kind of points back to like, you know, the Witcher three went through this and they seem to be following the same course. And yeah, as long as they do, they'll get there is an excuse. I, I, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it should, you know, do you give the, uh, you know, CD project Red a pass as a result? I don't think so. Like, you know, it's like, I, I think it still rewards to be critical of, of the gaming. Like, and you, and the thing is you speak with your dollars. It ultimately is what it boils down to. Like for me, yeah. I didn't pre-order. I, I, I technically pre-ordered, but it was like the day before it came. Yeah, out. Say, you, I think you were pre-ordering it as we were talking the day before. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, okay, <laughs> you know, some of the early reviews said it was a little rough around the edges, but you know, from what I saw, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm willing to put down you know the day before and go at it that way. Um, certainly, obviously, if I had if I was only playing like PS4 or even you know the Xbox S or whatever, whatever the previous version was, or Xbox yeah. One, I guess it is. Um, mm. See, I mean, I'm even getting like we talked about this last time. We get, I, oh, I, I'm getting Christ. confused by the goddamn names. <laughs> Why can't I make it simple? Um, yeah. Yeah, like but, I, I yeah. would say this is almost like an initial Skyrim too. Like Skyrim was yeah. a bug-ridden mess. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just give it some time. I, 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 I would absolutely say the game is fun. It's not what I was expecting, and it's not that I overhyped the game or anything. It's just uh, again coming from the tabletop game years ago, I was I was kind of wondering how much that would get good in. And it's it's not that I'm disappointed. I'm not. It's just not what I was expecting. I, I kind of expected more interaction with the matrix maybe i'm just there yet i don't know but like a big big part of cyberpunk is the matrix which is our equivalent of the internet and that's not really here like that to me feels like a miss kind of like it it was just a really really neat piece of um piece of the game like uh shadow run that goes into the matrix a lot sure Um, but it's sorry what yeah, well, let me ask this, because um, I, I saw this comparison pop up a lot online. Is mm. <clears throat> is the launch of of Cyberpunk worse, the same, or better than No Man's Sky? Oh, in, indefinitely worse. Really? You think it's worse? Absolutely. Uh, no Man's Sky... Aside from the blatant uh, misleading on the multiplayer aspect, where you know two players won't find them uh, themselves on the mm-hmm. same planet because it's so mm-hmm. huge, but if they did, they'd see themselves, and uh, then that turned out to be complete bullshit. And that's when they <laughs> kind of clean on that, right? Um, but that aside, it it wasn't a bug ridden mess like it just wasn't what people were expecting but i place more of that blame on the review chain and the hype train because you go back through and you read interviews with uh, hello games prior to its release and you know they'd be talking the reviewers be talking about all this great stuff that they want to do and 
you know, Hello Games didn't necessarily encourage it or deny it, but it was just like, oh, okay. Like, they just, you know, they weren't... Oh, yeah. It's very coy answers whenever... Um, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name now, but yeah, what but yeah, they had Sean, a hello Sean game. Something, right? Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. I think something. Yeah, but yeah, it's always you know like, and I think that was a case of like overhype and under yeah. deliver for sure. Yeah, I, I think that that is definitely definitely part of it, but it was playable. Um, it looked the same on the systems it was released for. Mm, true, and mm-hmm. um, you know it it. it you could play it to completion. Um, and they they never, you know... <sighs> I, I don't know. I feel like, they, like again, you go back to March where the management and execs were like, yeah, it's fully playable and it's great and, and you know, people are going to love it. And we have somebody... This was the other thing I, I read. Like, we have uh, a team that has all four builds running side by side, making sure we maintain parity. I remember that. And to me, like that is much more egregious than anything that hello games did. Like, yeah, that's, that's that's fair enough. And, and, and actually that, that's a good way to put it too. Cause you know, when, when I initially saw like, why I feel like cyberpunk has come out better, but as more and more of like the issues started coming out, it's like, okay, it's like, I think on the storytelling level and, you know, um, not mechanic, but, uh, I, I don't say like gameplay, the story is story, you know, level, yeah. like I think it delivered on that. Cyber, cyberpunk came on top because the, you know, I don't think there was anything in there or lack thereof being in there that they didn't describe as, you know, early on, like, you know, yeah. I remember watching the E3 stuff and like, oh, you had like, you know, the Manus Blades things and, you know, these cool shotguns and weapons and all this stuff. Like I felt that that all delivered, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it, on a technical level, absolutely failed versus yeah because you're right because yeah. no, no man's guy executed like everything worked you could you know at least play the game and nothing you know really catastrophic occurred and, and, and everybody there, there was on every platform <laughs> but everybody on every platform had the same experience. right everything they released it on it worked uh, yeah. and, you know and you know granted yeah, again there wasn't much to work it, it more or less it compared but a lot of people are, you know, I think using that a comparison because, like, you look at No Man's Sky now, and oh my god, yeah, leaps it, and bounds from where it launched what two years ago now, completely different, completely yeah. different. So, and you fair. know, yeah, so I, I think it's a weird comparison because I think you know, two years from now, Cyberpunk will probably run fantastic, but yeah. out, outside of the DLC, I'm not really seeing too much. Maybe, maybe some quality of life changes, but I think you're still going to have the same core content oh yeah i, I don't still foresee. be there and I mean, that I, won't change i would hope to see dlc like they did with witcher like yeah sure wine and blood yeah. uh you know the dlc they released for that those were entire almost entire campaigns that were sure super long and really really interesting so i would love to see cyberpunk continue in that fashion then you have the online component they're talking about I personally think we'll be lucky if that ever sees light of day. Mm, right. um, it really depends on how the next few months go, to be honest with you. Like sure. if they, they write the ship and they turn it around. I think it's got a, a shot at happening for sure, but <clears throat> we'll see. Um, but I think this brings us to an interesting and fun segue. Uh, oh, 2020 yeah. <laughs> has been a year 
um, in many, many respects, I will be happy to say fuck you to <laughs> the dumpster uh, fire that is <laughs> on Thursday <laughs> and just write it in the books of the year that fucking was. And uh, I'm sure I'll be talking about it when I'm old and gray. Or, <laughs> Back in 2020, we don't talk about 2020. <laughs> but I think we can look back and talk about kind of the releases and uh, I would say like some of the some of the best games I've played came out this year. Yeah, like, like su- surprisingly like you know if anything to walk away from this year like you know we actually did get a really good swath of of oh games you know, throughout the year. Um and yeah, so I mean we're going to jump into some notables that we you know kind of a year in review. Absolutely. Um, the I'm I'm curious what what our listening audience is. I'd say you know uh, post on Facebook if if we missed a game that you you know that you yeah you, that came out and you played during the year and we, we didn't mention like obviously the, our list is very very small probably in comparison to like everything that came out. These are just notable games that we, you know either we played or just like had our eye on or whatever that was like yeah th- this this you know was notable for for the, uh, this particular month and yeah yeah i had to add one because I, I couldn't believe we forgot it oh, Kyle reminded okay. me of it. <laughs> and, uh, the yeah, save point. Very, yeah see, see like i like i said I, I i put my stuff in you guys can add whatever you want so that makes yeah sense. for sure i see what you put in <laughs> so january uh absolutely gotta tip the hat i'm in full agreement with you on this uh walking dead saints and sinners for vr mm-hmm. yes fantastic game brutal did you ever get a chance to play that uh yeah a little bit yeah uh not not too much i didn't i haven't really played it on stream um mm-hmm. but uh yeah he's just like brutal visceral and you know it's stuck with the kind of the walking dead theme uh yeah so i think it all, survival, it all went out right yeah the survival aspects the crafting aspects um that game that game hit all the right notes for me there's there were very few games on vr uh where i was like yeah this is a game i can actually sit down and play for a while mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um a lot of vrs you know it's kind of an experience or it's like they're almost like mini games in a way yeah um but yeah this was kind of one of the first ones for me uh, actually no i lied that would be last year's asgard's wrath uh oh uh, yeah 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 i think it what, was it december i think that launched yeah it was yeah. like tail end of that year but that that is a freaking awesome game love that game but anyway yeah i would say walking dead saints and sinners was the the next vr game that i really could sit down and and sink a lot of time into it's a lot of fun yeah Um, i'd say like if if you have a vr system like that is definitely one worth probably picking up you know it's like you know especially if you like the walking dead series like you know it's, it's it's definitely a good one to pick up Wow, I was just looking to be sure you're uh, you were accurate here, mm-hmm. and you really were. February was a fucking game drought. Yeah, so, so th- yeah, that was the thing. Like I was like looking through February, like nothing really. Like I mean, games came out in February, but nothing that like even remotely, you know, tickled my interest at all. I don't know if it had any for you, but it seems like that was the same thing. It's like February was a dead month. I just want to make sure Persona 5 Royal didn't hit that part of the year. Because <laughs> that game was an obsession. Was that good? Absolute obsession. For, oh, my God. You get a PS5, that needs to be one of the first games you needs grab. To be one of the one. All right. That's one of my... That that will probably be in my top three RPGs of all time pretty much forever. That's an Persona amazing... Persona 5. Persona and... 5 Royal. Oh, it's Royal. like a, the director's cut edition. And it adds a shit ton of stuff. 
um it's a it's an amazing oh that came out in 2019 so basically that's why you'd think that yeah it's like the end of 2019 october into november so yeah that makes sense and actually persona 5 royal came out march this year and i just oh it was march okay (laughs) no but the original persona 5 came out in 2019 you're right no no i see persona 5 royale october 2019 for uh playstation would it come out for pc or no, I'm looking at it right here. Uh, oh. Where the hell was it? Just saw it in this stupid list. Persona 5 Royal for PlayStation 4 came out March 31st. You might be looking at the Japan release. Oh, maybe that was it. Okay. Yeah, that might be the Japan release. Um, But yeah, so February was pretty much gotcha. completely dry. March, man, March had some good ones. Half-Life Ma- Alex. Yes. Yeah, Mar- March, you know, it's like we, we had the little lull in February, but March hit the ground running, like... You know, we talk about VR games, like, hands down, if you have a VR system, you owe it to yourself to get Half-Life Alex. Like, you mm-hmm. need to get it. Like, it, it was designed from the ground up to be VR, and it plays perfectly out of the gate. Like, yep. you, you want to talk about a game that worked and out of the gate. And it worked ha- beautifully. No problems. That was it. Half-Life Alex. Um, fantastic VR. Obviously... Uh, oh, I, I think there are. I think there are mods now that you can play it on PC. But you, you really owe it you're to yourself. You're missing out. Yeah, you're, you're missing, missing out. out. Yeah, it is it is designed like I can see where if you try to play on PC, it'd actually be pretty mundane. But because it's in VR, just like all the interactions and you know the puzzles and all that, like it was it was perfectly steam hit it perfectly out of the executed. park with that. It yeah, was great. Hands down, like they. I'd I'd love to see a sequel or more like add-ons. Like I know I know the mod community has been running crazy with that. I need to see um, if there's any you know good like you know additional like levels. I'm sure people have made some by now. Yeah, go check those out. But yeah, it's like I would love to see a follow up to that. You yeah, know, I'd love to see some, play some more of that. Life continue on this because it was great. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, hands down, like you know, and I, I think we'll get into our you know awards later. But that that is like absolute high marks for. Or VR with Half Life totally. Alex, yeah. And, and um, I, again, like everyone who's who's you know looking to get a VR system or has talked to me about it is like it's like hands down get this game. Get yeah, get this. <laughs> you, you like surprisingly, you, you will not have an issue with VR sickness with this game because it's no. so well done. And I'd actually recommend it as one of the games to start off with. Uh, if you're just getting into VR, because like you know, that, that's the thing. Like everyone, like getting into VR is like I kind of recommend kind of a, a set of games, a gradual approach. Yeah. Of like, yeah, get used to it. Get kind of figure out where your tolerance is, because like you you will hit it. Like don't 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 try to put on your big boy pants. Like you know, it's like you find your tolerance level and then kind of you know work your way up from that. But like hands down, Half Life Alex is a perfect one to have as parting that starting rotation, because like you know, totally. it's all very intuitive. There's nothing complicated about it. It's very straightforward. It and feels right. Like, it, yeah, virtual yeah. reality. Sense. Hands down. So it's like, you know, again, like if you have a VR system and don't have it, like get it now. Yep. I totally agree. That That's definitely one to grab. Um, Doom came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it until I found out about its uh, draconian copy protection, removed it, and haven't touched it since. Oh, no. Oh, what yeah. That, that? That, practically the root kits your system. Oh, suck. Yeah, and I haven't touched it since. They might have removed it. Maybe I'll give it another look. Okay. Because uh, I, I was having a little fun with it. Um, but obviously the uh, Persona 5 Royale, which, Royal, which we just talked about, that is an absolute must-grab if you love RPGs. Um, it's just 
I mean, one Persona, of the best I've ever Persona played. Persona series in general is is a pretty decent one to roll, but but you know, oh, totally, yeah. You can get a Persona Four Golden, which is like the the royal release of uh, ah, okay. Persona Four. You can get that on Steam. Highly recommend it. Another fantastic game for all the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the biggest release in March, uh, undoubtedly, hands down, I don't think anybody would argue this would be Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Um, oh yes, <laughs> that I, I mean, it, you're, you'd be hard pressed not to give that game of the year uh, for a lot of reasons. Just from a, a, a pure gaming standpoint, of how insanely popular it is, simply because of a pandemic, and now it's it's. I mean, everybody I know is playing it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'd say at the at the perfect time because I mean, this was the cusp of of basically lockdowns and yeah, we had and, just gotten back from PAX. Yeah, we we saw it at PAX, and then it came out later in March, and the pandemic hit two weeks after that, I believe. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, uh, then April we had XCOM Chimera, which I still need to play. Uh, looked interesting though. Yeah, I mean, a great entry into the the XCOM series. It's kind of like a, a a side game, if you will. It's not a it's not a full on XCOM game, but it kind of you know it, you know kind of in that. It, it, I mean, it has the XCOM label on it, but it was kind of like a, 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 a interesting take on it in terms of like you get to play you know this you know, specific squad. So unlike the other XCOM game where you kind of build up you know I say an army over time, uh, you're confined to some very specific characters for this, and some of them are some of the aliens. So the, I yeah. thought it was a interesting twist on on kind of the classic formula um they're still working on on xcom 3 i think it is oh i hope so that's my favorite game i, I, I think it's still in the works I, we haven't seen anything about it yet but apparently yeah, it's in yet. the works so this is this is yeah everyone thought this was going to be like oh it came out of nowhere oh xcom but you know it's like no this, this is kind of like a little side thing an appetizer just enjoy your shrimp yeah it's right <laughs> enjoy your shrimp and but it, but it worked out um another one that came out that was absolutely bonkersly fun uh predator hunting grounds totally man totally 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 very underappreciated um 4v1 v many um it just hit like if you're a fan of predator that game hit every right note like the predator movies specifically it's like you know down to although it isn't the same soundtrack it is very inspired it is damn close man it is, it is super close like it is is like you know it, it hits all the right notes you know pun intended there um, the 80s synthesizer drums and then you know just kind of like chopper and the feel like you know, like you know this felt like a you know kind of a reimagined 1980s in in the more modern setting yeah with again you know your four man fire team hunting hunting the predator they're still making updates to it uh, still doing stuff with it. So, like again, another great you one to give pick that up. another go round. I gotta, yeah, I gotta we have, we have to again. do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's sure. great. It's great pick up put down. Like you know, the, the rounds are I mean, very short, and it's very yeah. easy to get into. Um, so yeah, like definitely again, another worth checking out. Yep, absolutely. And it's not expensive. It was cheap, relatively cheap speaking. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, well, um, I, I know it's forty, and I'm sure sales like probably even cheaper these days. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next would be Final Fantasy VII Remake. Fantastic. Um, obviously, if mm-hmm. you have been waiting for it, you've probably already played it. But it, if you're it, getting a, if you're in next position and you're going to be getting a PS4 or PS5, that's yep. definitely one to grab. Let me get it on. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to that. Hey, oh, I, I need to, I need to get, get off Cyberpunk at some point and finish up my <laughs> Final 
six playthrough and then then jump into seven i think but yeah it's like I'm, I'm yeah, it's a great to one it. man last one uh for april is snow runner an exercise in masochism <laughs> Do you like towing stuff? Do you like it having tipping over your rig? This Do you is the like game. getting stuck in the fucking mud for most of a game? But it's as as masochistic as it is, it's also fun. I just it, couldn't it, really tell you why. <laughs> for me, it was very zen-like. You know, it's like yeah. it's like yeah, you know, there's no real racing. You can play it with multiple people. Uh, you can play it by yourself. Uh, but it's just like you and your big rigs, and I don't know. There, there's just something just you know just fun about it where it's like okay let's figure out how to get across this thing obviously it's like you can even you know i say level up but you know you get different treads and engines and everything. so it's like you can get stuck in the mud early on but it's like you get later on you get some really beefy uh some trucks and and yeah yeah just run around the mud absolutely fun uh so you know if you're into kind of like a little bit of a truck simulator so to speak like definitely worth again another pickup um, I think uh, even like the uh, one of these days, uh, it was uh, Mud Runner, the the original. Was, yeah, uh, that one was okay. I like Snow Runner a lot more. Oh yeah, yeah. Snow Runner definitely improved a lot on on uh, yeah. on the formula. But yeah, I, again, it's it's just like a very Zen like delivery game. <laughs> it may not be a twenty twenty game, but if you're looking for a similar experience to that, uh, American Truck Simulator is a really good one too. Yeah, That's actually yeah. a really nice. Yeah, another. Just like, ah, oh, just driving the roads. Yeah, especially with like, you know, it's got like built in like net internet radio capability. And like, mm. I was listening to like Louisiana Bayou Rock Station, you know, nice. in New Orleans. It's really cool. You, you just want to like just chill out. Uh, you know, for me, it was just, oh, yeah, remember when you used to commute? Like, this is what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's, it's a Zen experience. Uh, May, we had the release of Deep Rock Galactic. And it's still a ton of fun. I, you know, I've been, I had been in the, uh, the beta for the longest time. Like I, I saw it way back and I can't even remember which packs, but it, it's been in beta for years, but it finally came out. This, mm. this is just a silly fun, you know, again, another four player game. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you kind of noticed the theme throughout most, a lot of this, uh, but yeah, <laughs> you, know, you and three other friends get together, mind the hell out of as, as, uh futuristic dwarves you're literally dwarves and you know it's, it's some kind of like weird future where all you're doing is just mining and uh trying to survive the crazy alien bugs that uh <laughs> might have and yeah hilarious fun definitely worth it worth, worth checking out and playing with friends yeah i need to jump on that with you for sure yeah it's, it's absolutely fun i um, have it i just don't play it oh you have it okay yeah yeah, yeah. what we'll the what we'll to pick out a night uh june uh, put this on here. It was a Command and Conquer remaster. Uh, so perfect, so classic. And again, there was no issues with this. Like, you know, if you're a fan of the series, it's an absolute must. If you've never heard of Command and Conquer and kind of want to know where, well, I say nowhere, but one one of the founding games of RTSs, Command and Conquer, yeah. is that is basically, I think, between StarCraft and Command and Conquer, were kind of like. No, I would, I would, I would debate that. I would say it would be between. Dune 2, Battle yeah, for Arrakis, yeah, and yeah, then Dune. Command and Conquer Remaster. You're right, you're right. Dune, Command yeah. and Conquer, yeah. yeah. Both, both, both by Westwood. Yes, both by Westwood. Uh, uh, Dune's foundations are are very much uh, visible in Command and Conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, the Remaster, I have it. I still play it. Um, it is 
very, very well done. Um, they they updated it just enough to give it a fresh coat of paint while you're playing, because, I mean, the original, still a lot of fun, but it looks very dated. But the cool thing is you can, at the tap of a button, switch between the two graphical modes and just be like, oh, yeah, look at that. That's well, how it looks. Okay. You realize that. Yeah, you can just do it right on the fly, which is kind of fun. And um, they remastered all of the movies because that was a big thing for Command and Conquer back then. Right. Uh, yes. Between missions, you had all these really great cutscenes. Right. <clears throat> yeah, all full motion video, and they've all been completely revamped and, and redone. And um, it's great. It's just very, very well done. I, I, I still want to go back and play that uh, yeah. on occasion. Good I would love to see them do a remaster of like Tiberian Sun and. Mm-hmm. Some of the the middle titles, so to speak. Uh, so yeah. I'm hoping maybe with the success of CNC remaster, maybe we'll see something of a remaster for those because I think I think that would be worth it too. Yeah, I think there's definitely a chance for that. Uh, let's see, July, Death Stranding on uh, PC, very very good. Um, that's another very zen like experience, uh, which I've always enjoyed, uh, except when the BTs show up and you poop your pants. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, it's it's a game. Um, I highly recommend. Don't go into it uh, with any uh, any expectations. So, uh, in the sense of, it is just a very different different kind of game. But it's a in a wonderful, wonderful way. Um, the whole delivering packages, I just never thought could be so addicting. But it it really is addicting. <laughs> um, so yeah, highly recommend it. Check it out. Super hot too. My control delete. I still have to play that. Um, Same here. I saw it on the list. And like I, I knew it had come out, but I didn't realize you know where it was. So it's like yeah, it's on my list of like I got to go back and play this because um, again, super hot. Super was hot, great. Yeah, hot. All the all the series of the super hot now uh, are fantastic. Um, I, I think the VR one is still like the best version of it. Oh yeah, um, thousand percent. And obviously that came out last year. It would be on my list, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like that again, another great VR one to check out. But the original Super Hot, again, like just crazy fun, just like you know, manipulating kind of like time manipulation slash movement. Um, but yeah, like Super Hot Two is out uh, from July, so I'll probably be checking out that at some point. But yeah, yeah. Then uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which we we've mentioned. If you like mm-hmm. samurai Kusir, Kira, Kurosawa movies, it's you, you're and, and just. It's a wonderful freaking game. Like Captain Mike nailed it. It's just, it is an absolutely excellent game. Uh, just grab it, play it. You'll love it. There's just nothing bad you can say about Kojima. It's a fantastic game. And we have Carrion. That was Nick and I's oh, little surprise yeah. favorite of the summer, I think. I'm trying to remember when we first got wind of it. I, th- I we think saw it was it like. Packed. Was it PAX? Yeah. So yeah, I think we saw yeah, we saw it at PAX and we're like, ooh, that looks interesting. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, has this eight bit, you know, or I, I say eight bit, but the classic bit is probably a better way to kind of phrase yeah. that, I think. Classic bit look to it. Um, and had Metroidvania, uh, you know, kind of all over it, but it was like, you know, y- yeah, reverse horror, I guess, is is That's the genre. Great, yeah. Yeah. So it's like instead of you know, you think like the thing, it's like that is that is your proper horror movie where it's like you don't know who is it who it is. Well, now you're playing the monster. And yep. so it's reverse horror, and you're just trying to break out of this lab, and it is so fun. You're you know, <laughs> I, I, 
talk about like you know saints and sinners being visceral like so is carrion like just with body parts flying <laughs> everywhere you're munching on everything and like the, the i would love to see more of that like it, my, oh my only God, complaint yes. is that it felt too short um that, yeah, that I, was I, my complaint it was uh, it was over too soon like that was a yeah, game i could have easily yeah. played for 20 more hours like oh, yeah. Like I, I, I hope they make more, or you know, either you know, maybe from the you know same company, or you know, maybe they'll have an expansion to it. But I mean, as is, it's still a great game, like fantastic yeah. game, worth checking out. Uh, so I think it's still on Game Pass, and and that's how yep, I played it's it. It's still there. So you know, if you have Xbox Game Pass, hands down, or PC Game Pass, yeah, or PC, yeah, yeah, uh, the the or the, the Game Pass Ultimate, whatever you want, um, worth absolutely checking out. Worth your time, worth your worth your your download and all that to try it out, um, and yeah, very very good game. Yep. Uh, moving uh, on to August, uh, th- this this is where like th- things get started to get interesting because oh, yeah. Eyes comes out in August, and <laughs> yeah, hit hit the hit the place by storm because you know again we're 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 deep into you know the, the COVID lockdowns by this point we're all going you know batty. And these perfect you know, uh, party games start coming out. Fall Gaze is here. I, I, I think at this point, um, even Among Us was starting to get, kind of regain popularity. Yeah, that was gaining steam again. Yeah. And so Fall Guys comes out. Fantastic game. You know, party game to play with friends. or It's, you know, most, just, it's most extreme elim- elimination yeah. challenge with 50 it, other people. Exactly. It's it, it just, just downright fun. Um, and then, then we got to actually travel again. Oh, Microsoft Flight Sim. Oh, I'm gonna yes. play this again. I've been meaning to do it for a while. They right. they just dropped a major update too, with like yeah. snow cover and ice and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I see. Think... I see Sorry, this as a game. I see this as a game. Like it'll be kind of an off on. It's like, oh, you know what? I feel like you know going flying someplace and kind of reinstalling it and and flying yep. to a particular location and whatnot. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it is for me. It's just the night. I'm gonna go take a trip. You know, and it just it fills that void, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Vader Immortal. That's was that really in August? Yeah, wow, August, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that is a fantastic, fantastic episodic VR game. Um, I think that was one of the games that really showed you the potential for VR for a lot of things. One of my favorite being that. You know, if you grew up with the Star Wars movies like we did, especially with seeing them as kids, you'll always have this little bit of fear of Darth Vader. And when you're playing Vader Immortal, excuse me, Vader Immortal, and he walks in the scene for the first time and he is walking up to your character and he is standing right in front of you. I don't give a shit who you are. Like if if you're our age and like you again, Star Wars was one of your first things you remember seeing. Your heart starts going a little bit. Like, oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! He's looking at me. I'm gonna get choked. Uh, but yeah, no, it was great for that. I, I I loved Vader Immortal. Nice, nice VR experience. Moving in September, uh, we had Star Renegade. So the, again, this is also where I think Game Pass really started hitting oh, its stride. Hell with, yeah! So again, another great retro bit looking game. Um, kind of had a roguelike element. And um, I don't know how you describe the right kind of a the art, nemesis system, yeah, nemesis kind, of system kind of an art slash RPG. Uh, again, another great little game to play uh, that you can get through uh, Game Pass. Yeah, uh, the, the Wicked World, 
the outer worlds dlc dropped uh then i still have yet to play that um yeah i still have yet to beat that like the game itself so oh, I man. Really... yeah like i mean the outer worlds itself i mean like another again another fantastic game well yeah if anything another well put well put together uh uh rpg yeah uh yep. and, and then phasmophobia just in time for the spoopies oh yes that's right and actually before we go too far i will have to say we did forget one game for august and this is a critical one and that is wasteland 3 cannot leave that off the list you're right you're right that that's a very worthy one to put in there yeah kind of isometric top down uh great rpg like i i had an absolute blast playing that thing did you um, beat it yet i did finally beat it um, oh you did okay uh what uh which ending did i take i i ended up killing i think two what, what, no uh the first one i first brother i saved okay the second brother killed or, or rather he blew himself up <laughs> <laughs> from blowing himself up and then uh i ended up uh killing the sister and then i think i took out the patriarch that's what it was uh, like okay. I, I took out the whole system all right i i'm i'm yet to beat it so i'm gonna i'll have to i'm gonna definitely be going a different route than you already which is cool yeah, um, yeah. and then again like it, it differs for everyone some great you know i think some great options wonderful. in there yeah absolutely wonderful game where choice actually matters and will vastly affect the Colorado at the end of your game versus the end of my game. It's, I feel like that game is, is still, uh, the time for its full appreciation is still yet to come. It's, it's a masterpiece. I think it's one of the best games that uh, <clears throat> Brian Fargo and, and In Exile have ever released. But anyway, nice. uh, I, I distracted. Yes, Phasma probably my favorite multiplayer experience that i have ever had and that was during uh my extra live stream playing with you and krieger and the oh, gang oh, yeah. so fun. We, we gotta we gotta do some more of that and then yeah uh, fortunately uh, well it, it won a lot of awards at the uh, the video game awards which is great uh yeah apparently the, the the one developer is actually getting a little bit of a team together which is yeah because like man like i, can, I still can't believe i only can't believe that's guy. one guy um but he's still releasing stuff he just released the prison map which is absolutely terrifying you know <laughs> the game itself is terrifying but yeah imagine like you know psycho killer man you know coming out of you and coming at you uh through the jail cell bars i love it, like, I love oh it. <laughs> um again another surprise for me in september was Spellbreak. that uh, is a fun freaking game like usually i don't go for the br games but it's like you know what this this actually hit a really good formula for me like it, yeah. it felt balanced it felt fun to you know do do the battles and whatnot and you know didn't you know i don't know it didn't didn't come across to me like you know kind of the, the Fortnite you know clone or or anything like that no, it's definitely its own thing and it's very well done <sighs> move to october star wars squadrons oh, oh. So again, it, talk about perfect right out of the gate. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, very, very little problem. You know, it, it had a few things, but it, nothing, nothing that hindered gameplay right out of the gate had a ton of fun. They're still, again, still releasing stuff. Uh, I think the B-Wing and Defender just came out. Oh, I really? Saw, 
I got to jump back in. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played it with the new with the new ships added. Okay, yeah, I'll have to jump back in too. I didn't think they were adding anything to the game. Either, but then all of a sudden, like, is like they released. You know, it's like there's a new map, and we get the B wing and the Tie Defender. So it's like, okay, so maybe I'm I I'm wondering if this is a case of they're playing it cool and they're like, you know, we don't have anything planned at this time, but yeah, we don't want to have a hype train. No hype train, and then you know, it's like when we actually do have something, it's like, oh, here's some stuff. It's like, okay, I can live with this. I'm coming back. Um, we also got Baldur's Gate three, though. Technically, this was an early access. I didn't, I didn't realize this until it actually, you know, it was, you know, had gotten to its early access release point, and it's like, oh, this is, this is kind of still, you know, and, and nothing wrong with early access, but it's like I was under the impression it was actually launching. No, see, I, I I've been a, a Larian uh, fan for quite some time. Uh, they've done this since the original uh, Divinity Original Sin. They do a year-long early access release, um, and I would say their games have always highly, highly benefited from it. Um, they do it right, just like Supergiant Games did with Hades. I mean, Hades was out two years ago in early access. Okay. Yeah. Or, or maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, again, if you haven't seen the Noclip documentary on Hades, uh, Developing Hell, you've got to check that out. Um, because again, I... I, I just going on that real quick. A lot of people felt that that game should have won best direction uh, at the game awards because part of directing a game is, is properly managing it so that like your, your team has a work life balance and there was no crunch at super giant games despite a pandemic. And to me, I think, you know, everything we've heard about cyberpunk's development and the last of us two, I feel like that should be rewarded. I really think it should, uh, especially sure. considering Hades is another one that is, in my opinion, a perfect game in every way. Anyway, I'm I'm digressing here. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. So anyway, everything I've seen of Baldur's Gate three early access has been fantastic. I, you know, yeah. more or less, it seems it's even worked out pretty well. But you know, they're making small balance changes and whatnot. Yep. I have not picked it up my, yet myself. I, you know, when I once I realized it's early access, like oh, it's like oh, you know what? I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna put my head in once in a while. Yeah, I took my head. It's like okay, still looks awesome. Great. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're gonna put a pin on it, and it's like yeah, when it once we get the full launch, I will absolutely be picking it up at that point. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah, I'll be playing that like like hell when it comes out. Um, and then finally, uh, Watch Dodge Legion Legion came out also in October. One of my favorite games this year. I love it. Yeah. Now have they have they patched? You know, have they put in some proper? Because I that also had a pretty rough. That start. had a rough launch. Um, launch. Yeah, I had crashes on the Xbox One. I haven't actually played it um, too much on my Series X. I will say I haven't had any crashes on that though. Um, and obviously, it, it you know it's 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 a great game. It is a insanely fun game with a really fun game loop outside the story, the whole recruit anybody you see kind of thing is just really, really fun. Um, so I highly recommend it. Um, I, I, and I would love to have gone back and switched. You get a choice to basically like, can your, can your operatives die? And uh, I, I switched mine to no. And I kind of wished I would have done yes, because then you really got the whole risk reward thing. Like, do you want to bring your, 
your best hacker in or do you want to recruit somebody else kind of thing um it's good it's a it's a really good game highly highly recommend it it's got the rpg elements of like your your teammates will level up the more you use them um it's just it's good it's so goddamn solid and uh one of my favorites this year for sure moving into the the penultimate month uh november EC Valhalla, we're you know we're speaking its praises. <laughs> Absolutely, fantastic game, another another favorite of mine for this year. Uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity also came out. I played this uh, two nights. Was it last night or two nights ago? My brother-in-law came up for the weekend. It's fantastic. I mean, you're, you're like me. You like Dynasty uh, Warriors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's that with Zelda, and um. Uh, it's that with Zelda. Uh, the, the characters are very uh, played very differently. Like there's like a info can just kick ass with like duplicates and and symbols. Uh, again, if you like Dynasty Warriors, Age of Calamity is a freaking masterstroke. Go get it. It's on Nintendo Switch. Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. It's great. Uh, then we have Warcraft Shadowlands. Um, did you play that? I haven't. I haven't yeah, touched WoW in here. I haven't really touched. World of Warcraft in some times. I, I know it came out. Yeah, I know. You know, there's probably still players of Warcraft. It seems to be doing okay. Uh, some, you know, kind of, you know, the scuttlebutt around the community is more or less like it's there, but it's not really anything super impressive from what I've I've heard. Yeah, I have been hearing the same. Nothing, nothing to say wrong, but it's just it's just kind of there. You know, kind of checking checking boxes, and that's it. Yeah, so it's like, mm. and then we reached the downslide month. <laughs> The end of the here we go. Uh, obviously, December Cyberpunk, and that, you know that's about it. But we've, uh, we've talked to that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there wasn't one other game. I haven't picked it up myself. Apparently, it, it it's uh, very high priced. Uh, let, me, let me see what it is. Let me double check. Because I was just looking at it, the the ratings are kind of meh. Um, what is it on Steam? I don't have my Steam open. Let me just pull it up on the web. Is on Steam above and beyond. Let's see your view page. I think it's. Oh no, it's a okay. For some reason, I thought I saw that the base game was like something like seventy bucks or something. But yeah, apparently it's sixty. Okay, never mind. Uh, But yeah, it's Medal of Honor above and beyond uh, uh, for VR. Um, yeah, like I said, it is a sixty dollar game. It looked interesting, but you're hearing otherwise. Then Uh, I'm just looking at the. Steam rating, and that's six out of ten. Uh, what are we seeing? Um, I don't mean to derail. I'm just because I would I would pick this up. I just I thought I could play it on the Quest too, but I guess you need to play it over the link. Oh. Yeah, no, it's only getting about sixty percent. Six out of ten on IGN, sixty-eight on Metacritic, and six out of ten on Steam. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see where this this goes. Uh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, I, you do need, uh, or well, it's on Steam, right? So it means yeah, you can play it on Steam. So you can play it on like the link table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Survive. Okay. So why, why did I think? Oh, you know what? I think when they originally advertised it, they were saying Oculus only, and I thought it was an exclusive. But now, now, yeah, now I see it here. It works on Vive. So okay. So maybe maybe I'll check this out then. Yeah, let me know. I mean, if it's worth picking up, I'll, I'll definitely grab it. Sure. Uh, but now we'll move into our best of categories. This is where <laughs> it gets fun. Um, 
though we we agree on on a few things (laughs) (laughs) uh best vr game yeah totally with you half-life alex hands down half-life alex absolutely best driving sim snow runner (laughs) maybe i don't know when let me let me just do a quick date check uh let's see when did that hit Oh, that was 2016. Never mind. That's American Truck Simulator. So that that is not qualify. Well, um, at least this year. Like I don't know if there's been too much other driving games that came out this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, and I'm sure. I'm sure there's some other. Hold on. Uh, where did was it? I Racing came out. Uh, no, I mean that's fine. I mean, I, I Snow Runner was fun, and the multiplayer aspect of it is very cool. Oh, uh, is best warp sim deep rock <laughs> <laughs> hands down that's your best dwarf this year yeah i gotta play that more uh <laughs> i love this one. best delivery sim death stranding <laughs> you, you're not wrong <laughs> next one uh the best not a john carpenter game okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love that reverse horror. Um, again, oh, I want to well see worth, more of that. Yeah, well worth your time. Well worth uh, playing through. Um, yeah. best, best imitation Hunter. of uh, yeah, say best imitation of Sci-Fi Channel's Ghost Hunters. Phasmophobia. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the spoopies. Yeah, like seriously, you got to give yourself over to the spoopies because they're coming yeah, for it's, you. It's great. It's so great. Oh, you pissed her off. Where do I go? Just run back. I'm going back to her room. (laughs) What did Krieger say? He's like, how do you walk around with those big brass balls? (laughs) 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 Best battle royale, spell break. Totally agree. Hands Uh, down. Very good game. Best game from another year, Among Us. Yeah, talk about a game getting a, a second breath of life, man. Holy shit. Yeah, like, and I'm wondering again: Are we going to see some more of these kind of like <clears throat> games? Among Us, I, I feel kind of like really kicked it off. Then yeah, we had I Fall we Guys, Phasmophobia, uh, probably a handful of others. I'm sure. Uh, you know, in fact, I know there's even some clones of. Um, there's there's like an FPS version of Among Us. It's not. I looked at it. It's not great looking, uh, but it kind of shows that like okay, you know, you know the gaming community slash you know developers yeah, are out into there. it. You know, it's like, oh, okay. it's like, you know, especially during a pandemic, it's like people like party games. And so it's like, if you can't meet up in person, meet up online, have, have some party with, uh, with your friends. Yep. For sure. Uh, Best spacey blow shit up. Star, <laughs> Squadron. Star Wars squadron. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, this one's mine. Best better than game of Thrones. Stabby sibling, uh, stabby sibling, <laughs> sex and kingdom simulator. Uh, Crusader Kings three. Yeah, yeah. I I I had a reformed Norse religion where you could marry uh, multiple times. Uh, there was no such thing as incest, so you just keep that bloodline pure, like uh, the Targaryens, and uh, marry and sisters and all that fun shit. Uh, best not made with crunch game. Yeah, again, I just I can't. Can't say enough good about Hades, and it almost took the spot for my game of the year. Um, it's just damn good, and and I can't give Greg Kasavin and the crew over there enough praise and credit 
for again not only making one of the best games ever. I mean, I mean, we this is a game people will be talking about uh, in coming years. It's just a, an absolute classic. But from an ethical standpoint, you this is like this just shows you don't have to absolutely kill your development teams and burn them out to make a really really good game. They just need to be managed properly. Like again, I hate tooting my own horn. But project management's really fucking important. And having people that are good at it and understand it and and you know it, it makes a huge difference. And I think Supergiant Games is showing everybody that you don't have to have crunch to make an incredible game. And again, if you haven't played Hades, like just stop what you're doing, go buy it, and be an addict like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, we'll get to my game of the year, and then we'll we'll hear Nick's, and then uh, we'll go into the save point um, to finish it off, finish off the show. Uh, so again, for my game of the year, it was very tight between Hades and Crusader Kings 3, but Crusader Kings 3 takes it all for me this year. Um, again, simply because with games, um, keeping my attention for an extended period of time is a sign of a very good game. And Crusader Kings 3 came out September 1st, and I have 160 hours into it at this point. Um, it is, if again, if medieval, like if you like medieval stuff, if you like intrigue, if you like, you know, I want to take over the world, or I just want to steal the crown and become king, even though I'm just a count or, you know, a lowly earl. Um, it, it really is whatever you make of it but it allows you so much freedom to play your character, you know, not just how you want to, but how they are. Like it introduced the stress system that wasn't in the second one to where it kind of, it pushes you to play to your character's traits. Like if you ever, if your character was, you know, born with a trait and they eventually, you know, as they developed as a child and they became shy, like, you're going to increase stress if you try to go outside that and do things, you know, in the events that pop up that a shy person would not do. And then the higher your stress gets, if you don't manage it, you'll have like mental breaks and that can have serious effects. Like it could turn you into a drunk. And then like, you know, that has all kinds of, you know, negative aspects over time. But again, it's just, there is so much story in this game that just develops as you play it. And it's, you're writing it as you go and it to me like i just can't help but keep coming back to it i play it at least once every other day and it's never a quick session i always intend it to be but they're generally at least an hour long mm -hmm. um, but yeah that would that would be my game of the year for sure what would what would you say yours would be Oh yeah, again, another hard decision. Like you know, like out of the gate, like Cyberpunk was like really gearing up to to be that one. But you know, granted, I haven't had as many issues. But just seeing like all the general issues and everything surrounding it, like I can't, I can't give it that that title this year. It's definitely captivated me. It's like I keep wanting to you know, keep wanting to keep playing it. Um, but one that you know got me from minute one. Uh, you know, I, I'm still kind of craving more of it. Uh, it's actually been Half-Life Alex. I I yeah. really enjoyed it out of the gate. It, you know, again, it worked. It was the perfect VR game. Uh, I'd say even a perfect length. Like, you know, we were talking about mm -hmm. like you know, other other games in these lists, and it's like where it's like, yeah, we wanted so much more, but it just didn't, you know, 
you know, just stop short or, you know, just, you know, whatever. Half-Life Alex was the perfect length. Definitely want more, uh, but more in the sense of like either a sequel or kind of like yeah. a new story out of it. Um, again, something within the mod community can probably keep this alive. So, you know, that, that's where I, it's like, you know, mental note to kind of check the, for any cool new mods or story yeah. mods, I should say, uh, for Alex. Um, because, yeah, I, I would love to see, like, you know, will we get, you know, will now technically this isn't apparently Half Life 3. Like, Steam, you're, uh, uh, yeah, Steam has said, like, this isn't Half Life 3. This is just simply Half Life Alex, which is part of the VR. Yep. Like, but, are, are will we see more VR stuff out of them? Like I loved it. You know, like if anything, like Steam seems to like make you know obviously very few and far between, but very solid games. So it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. what's next in you know? I'll say in the Half Life wheelhouse because obviously they, they could always make you know some other game. You know, and they they've done that with like uh, it was a Dota and uh, yeah several others. But it's like, what's next in the Half Life wheelhouse? Like I I would love to see continuation of, of VR yeah. stuff. Uh, or, me too. You know, like if that. they do it as well as they did that one, I, I'd be fine with it staying in VR. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, uh, that that was my best of game for this year. That's a great choice, man, and it, it's a well deserved uh, game to get that that honor for sure. Let's see what you folks at the save point said. Uh, Josh said Hades because it's a perfect video game. Again, I can't argue that. That was almost. I, I would say it might even be tied with Crusader Kings 3 for me. It is a perfect video game. There is not a single thing about that game that I could say uh, negative about. Um, let's see. Uh, Luke looks like uh, his game of the year is also Half-Life Alex uh, yeah. for VR. Um, again, it's um, a great game. Uh Jeremy Hoodie Ninja from Bad Fodder Figures said, "Not 2020 games, but I had the most fun with Warframe and Fire Firewall Zero Hour. Both continue to add quality content and player support." Uh, yeah, Jeremy is a infamous uh, Warframe Sherpa. If you're <laughs> like, like he literally, I think he plays it for every uh, extra life day, and he's like in the warframe community like their community manager gives him a bunch of stuff to give away and like he knows that game inside and out like if you're looking to play warframe and you want somebody of experience to really show you the ropes jeremy is the is the guy like look up Woody ninja and, and give it a give it a run to be clear uh, there's nothing wrong with the answer too because we, we did say in our last episode you know 2020 game but if there was a game that kind of like took you through 2020 like what was it you know as part of your of the year so that, i mean that's a great answer like and i know they you know and he mentions here like they're continually adding content so it's like yeah it's like that those are great games to have to kind Absolutely. of like sustain you and they're free to play so you know it's there's that um kyle our old co-host says hmm doom eternal or hades again hades again gets it uh let's see chris says final fantasy 7 remake uh, again, that's that's a solid answer. Um, that is a very good game. Let's see. Al, our buddy Al said uh, Control. Cool. I, I, it I, came I, out I, last year. Oh, that's why. It came out last year. Okay, yeah. But it was late last year, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, and there's an Alan Wake DLC for it. Holy shit. I didn't well, know really? that. <laughs> News to me. <laughs> I loved Alan Wake. 
All right, then. It came, out, uh, it came out this year. Really put it over. Wait, it had an Alan Wake DLC? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, it, it, the game intrigued me. I haven't I haven't played it yet, so, but now there's an Alan Wake one. So, okay. Or, yeah, I guess tie-in or something. Hold yeah. on a sec. Am I misreading commas here? No. Or is it a separate thing? Control AW Valhalla, Animal Crossing, and Spider Man. Oh, oh, yeah, right, yeah. like, I don't have a PlayStation, so that didn't make my list, but yeah. Very say, solid. Yeah, Spider Man is. Never float your boat. Uh, my buddy Brian that we mentioned before coming out to watch the stand with us. He also throws a vote to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Very nice. Again, very good. Roberta, the wonderful Roberta Vaughn, the guild mom of the classic gamers guild. Oh, man. You got me spending money left and right on games. Roberta. And I have to play this one. She said uh, Virtuaverse. It's a point-and-click adventure. Very cyberpunk. And... Uh, a lot of people that I know have said that, like, if you're disappointed in cyberpunk or looking for, you know, something really cyberpunk, get Virtuaverse. Uh, so what, I'm going to be. I, I'm going to have to check this again. This retro bit uh, point and click adventure. Oh, it looks so oh, good. Looks great. I'm liking this. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be playing that probably tonight because uh, I've been meaning to check that out. And Roberta has very similar taste in video games to me and especially on the adventure game front she has recommended some incredible adventure games uh my way that i've just had so much fun with and this just looked fantastic uh captain mike of the bad fodder figures uh we got ghost of tsushima or last of us 2 he could be swayed either way both fantastic top to bottom um i still have to finish both of those actually i didn't really play much of last of us 2 because i went back to try to finish the first one um yeah i'm I'm with you on ghost of tsushima that is such a solid solid game um and then finally our buddy eric bouchard az rock slide formerly of the everyday gamers um did not play enough of this year's games to choose but based on what little he did play he would say hades again I feel like that's another sign of a perfect game. Like if you've barely played it and you still think, yeah, this yeah, is the game of the year. Yeah, it's like I, what I've got to like break down and, and, and finally play it. Like I, I haven't got around. To oh, you guys dude. are all recommending this thing. It's like, I, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it. It is uh, again, just, just grab it, grab it. And maybe even before you do, cause I know you like documentaries like I do, like watch developing hell. Uh, on YouTube, it's just going to make you want to play it more, and you'll appreciate the game itself even more. Like it's just, it's just amazing. Like, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna link you the playlist so that you can, uh, you can give this a watch. Where are we? Wow, Danny did a a, a Microsoft Flight Simulator documentary. Really? Yes, the new one. I'm gonna have to check that out. 
All right, so let's see. Hades developing hell. Here's the link. I'm going to give this to you. Um, this way, clearly, if you're still on the fence, um, you'll probably be all in. It's, but it's honestly, it's the best money you'll spend on a game this year. It's phenomenal. And I believe that will wrap it up on Games of the Year. Um, yeah, just some final thoughts on 2020. Obviously, um, a complete shit year in many respects. <laughs> so many, so many. So many respects. But I was lucky in that, you know, I'm pretty sure I did get COVID shortly after PAX. And I lost my sense of smell. I uh, didn't have a bad cough or anything, but I just had a cough and no energy. Um, maybe I didn't get it, and maybe, but I, either way, my my family and I have been very lucky. Uh, I'm lucky to be working and working for a wonderful company, and um, you know, I've I've got. I, I wish it was a better year for my kids. For me, like this was an all right year. I mean, it was a good year enough for me as far as I'm happily employed. Games have been phenomenal this year, and games obviously are a big part of my life. They're just shit that I enjoy. Uh, I just wish it was a better year for my kids uh, to have been able to experience more things and go more places now that we're in a position to do so. But, you know, I think we had a really great time up in Lake Placid. I know they did, and, and that's kind of been the highlight of, of the year in the weirdest way. Um, <laughs> it, it really was. It was a great time. That and Cape May over the summer. But Cape May, I would, I would even say that was almost that was a depressing experience for me at points because, you know, obviously going to the beach and like one of my favorite restaurants down there that like always so fun to go to and the food's so great. But it, you know, obviously with the pandemic, it was like you go up, you get your order, you go get your food, and it's all in styrofoam, and it turned out to be a big fucking mess. Kids were, you know, doing their shit and being shitheads. But we had such a nice time up in New York. And again, from a gaming aspect, I think 2020 is, is a highlight year for gaming for great games. And obviously, well, we've already talked about great flubs in gaming. And I think I think people are going to be looking back at Cyberpunk um, quite often as uh, things go on, especially if, you know, some of these lawsuits come to be that are you know, going against their marketing department from their investors like then we might see interesting things come out of this like you know you can't just lie about the state of your game to the public or something like that i don't know you know but it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out but i think from my perspective uh games wise this has been an incredible year really lots of really fun surprises and lots of really really great games would, would anything you want to add to that um, again, you know, it's like, it's been a crazy year. It, it, it started off running, you know, for me, it was like, you know, going to London, uh, at, going to Abbey road in, in February. And then yeah, basically the last you know, before the curtain dropped uh, it, it was PAX East. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel so fortunate that we, we got out of that basically without getting the PAX box yeah. or, or, COVID. <laughs> or COVID itself. Um, uh, but, but yeah, like I don't know. It, uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine, you know, what will come, you know, out after this year, so to speak. Uh, but you know, if, if anything, like you know, gaming, I think you know, kind of hit kind of the high note this year. Like mm -hmm. it, it kind of, I say, help save it in the sense that like, you know, it kind of you know, de-stressed and you know, kept us connected, even though yeah. we were 
or yeah, we, again, we, you know, we talked about it where it's like, we had a lot of these like very, you know, these party games, although multiplayer was always like kind of a thing throughout, you know, gaming. It's not, you know, it's always been there. It hasn't necessarily won't go away, but I, I kind of want to see more of these like kind of cooperative, you know, party yeah, games. Too. Four of them like like they actually kind of hit on a very good note like they didn't have to be super complicated either these no, are I, just, I think it showed that there's a really good market for it yeah it's like these are smaller games you know you look at fall guys you look at phasmophobia you look at uh among us, among and, us. and it's like you know I, I don't know how big fallout's team is but you know with i know with among us and phasmophobia like very small uh development i mean yeah hell phasmophobia is one guy yeah <laughs> So, uh, it, and I think that shows like, you know, it's like, and, and this is kind of what, what I love, you know, part of what we bring in this podcast is, is, you know, we, we not only look at like kind of the really big games and, and, and whatnot, but we also keep our eye out for like these little like independent games. Cause yeah. again, I think it proves that independent games are here to stay absolutely. and like, they can absolutely, you know, bring, you know, the big boy pants to the table in the sense of like, you know, you look at those three. And they're knocking it out of the park, you yeah. know. Not to say the AAA games, you know, it's like they'll go away. But again, I think with Cyberpunk, we're. I would hope we get we we see something positive come out of this. Like, Me you too. know, again, I think we, you know, the industry kind of saw a lot of like the you know kind of this crunch time revealed, so to speak, in the sense that you know obviously everyone's working from home, so it made some things easier. But at the same time, it's like you know, it's like working in a crunch time during a pandemic i feel like i and i hope it brings light that you know not i don't want to say these practices should stop because i don't think it ever will you know you know no matter what development be a gaming or you know just within the industry in general crunch time will always exist you know like it is a thing i don't think it'll ever go away but maybe it can be regulated a little bit better and trying to avoid it mm-hmm and hopefully, you know, maybe get a better product or just, you know, realize that, you know, it's like if you rush it, you know, there, there are consequences. There are consequences. Yeah. It's like, and, you know, kind of balancing that, you know, is it idealistic? Sure. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping, you know, again, something hopefully positive will come out of this, you know, both, especially for the gaming industry. Um, but you know, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what 21 brings. I mean, you know, th- th- there's still a lot of awesome stuff on the horizon, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm going to list off some ones that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to maybe next year. Uh, we got Hitman 3. Oh, uh, yeah. That looks awesome. Uh, the death loop that we saw, it looked, looked pretty interesting to me. We got a yep. Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, or I think it was this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Forbidden yeah. West. Yep. Um, so, again, like, you know, that, that was a Bloodlines 2. Uh, I know. Uh, oh, yeah. It, I'm looking forward to that. Wasn't uh, Kibbas? Uh, who, who is someone who was uh, really interested in that? Travis. 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 Is, uh, Travis, Travis, is all, okay, in Travis is all in. Yeah. So I, I, I'm hoping, uh, and with that, I hope we get you know, both of them, you know, in here again. I'd love to see them more in. in yeah, 20- I would love to see more Kyle and Travis. We miss you guys. Like maybe, maybe when Bloodlines come out, you can, you, you, can, you know, comment on that. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm quickly looking over a list uh, of like. <laughs> Extra new world. Oh, new world's uh, scheduled to launch. It, like I've been in the beta, or not the beta, the alpha. I should say. I know the beta. Yeah. Out. I need to try it again because the alpha wasn't great. But I, I keep hearing from everyone like the beta really turned things around. And it's kind of like, is it the next MMO that might pique my interest? Right. Um. 
it's oh hood outlaws and and legends that that looks, looks wicked uh, interesting again <clears throat> yet another little party i would say party game but you know again play play with your friends type of thing uh and you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot more, and probably more delays, and and who knows? You know, who it, knows? If, if anything, keep an eye out for for the additional, uh, you know, independent, you know, developed games. Yeah, let's and, let's definitely. I think they were the highlight of the year for sure. Yeah. And and you know, again, you know, we know the vaccine is on the horizon. Uh, you know, stay healthy out there because I, you know, I'm I'm also looking forward to getting back to like the game God, conventions, you know, going to another PAX. And I, I think PAX actually tentatively has already, you know, released their schedule for, oh, interesting. for this coming year. I think uh, if, if it wasn't another fake one, um, <laughs> but I, I think, I think it was, I think it was a realist from, from PAX itself. And yeah, a lot of stuff is like kind of like layered in the air. Like we're not going to see anything in the first, you know, almost yeah. two quarters. I think, I think the first one is maybe summer. Yeah. That's um, realistic. I think. Again, you know, it will, it'll be all play by ear, but I, yeah, again, I'm looking forward, like, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, we don't need these gaming shows and, and whatnot. Well, it's like, well, well you know, bullshit, you don't. I want them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, it's like, I love seeing it in person. Like, you know, it, you know, it was fun hanging out with all you guys, you know, w- with the online stuff, you know, during the digital E3. It's like, I, if anything, I think that shows that you, you can, you can obviously demo the thing there, but yeah. I don't know. There's something about the convention. There's something about being there and playing yeah. it and talking to the developers. Exactly. Yeah. There's something so special about that. Yeah. And um, I, I, you know, it, it's weird to say, cause like, you know, again, the last thing we went to was PAX East and I, I'm so glad that we did. Oh yeah. Um, because yeah, it was like the last thing to kind of remember from this year. Cause after that, it was like nothing. So yeah, I, I, I look forward fun. to getting back to that. It was a ton of fun. It was nice to meet Roberta in person. It was nice to meet uh, a lot of the the classic gaming guild people and, and yes, you know, like friend, uh, Francisco Gonzalez and and Julia Minamata. Like, did you realize that we interviewed her? She was on that adventure gaming panel. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, or Julie. No, sorry, um, but yeah, it's just I'm looking forward to. Like you said, I think I think you pretty much said everything I was going to say. I, I'm looking forward to getting back to some kind of normal. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of the indie scene. Uh, I think there's just so much potential and, and so many cool projects that are that are in com- in progress right now. I, I'm really excited to see what happens. But um, yeah, I think I think we'll we'll wrap it up here. We're already approaching the two hour mark, but that's how you end. That's how you end a year, people. That's right. Um, but yeah. Uh, just a big shout out to everyone that is stuck, you know, stuck with us, continues to listen to us and share the show and, and get, you know, friends uh, listen, you know, keep doing that. Give us reviews on iTunes. It really helps us out. Uh, it helps get us out to more people. Um, shout out to the boys over at Bad Fodder Figures. Uh, I really love those guys. You know, again, in the world of a pandemic, like it's it's good to have some friends you can always chat with. And, and uh, I always look forward to their shows. Um and, and just talking with those guys they're just they're really good people and the show is hilarious uh, and it's just fun to be a part of that community uh, same thing with married to the games i love those guys that's another just very wholesome very nice crew uh and and they do a very very good family friendly show um dig them and then denny denny loose and the crew at tap the craft uh especially now that i can get mail order beer in pennsylvania finally uh, Denny is making me spend a lot of money I really shouldn't uh, when I listen to all those episodes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, shout out to everybody. I hope everybody, you know, 
let's end the year on a good note. Stay healthy. Wear your mask. Be safe. And, uh, you know, hopefully let's get this vaccine to everybody and, and get back to some kind of normal and have a much, much better 2021. But on the secondary note to that, if 2021 could be at least as good as 2020 was for gaming, I think we've got a good year to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And then on that note, we'll just say until next year, have fun, play games, have fun, and don't be dick. Peace. See ya. Craig, you can leave now. <laughs> you can go, Craig. <laughs> Total off now. What? He says he's not recording. Oh, no. But wait a minute. Well, he's, he says he's recording on here. Uh. Holy Christ. That better. Uh, I, uh, I just have to remember to make sure I, I edit this. Come on, Craig. Let me do this from General. General is the one that usually works. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to do it. Well, he's Craig, responding to there, but. Leave podcast. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, I'll let you know how this went. <laughs> oh, shit.